Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. I'm Clay Travis. Loaded show for you here on Thursday. We'll break down everything with Frank Isola. Also, Ryan Glaspiegel from the Big League swings by to talk about the latest on Dan Lebitard and the controversy that has now been going on for one week over his Donald Trump and political-related comments on his radio and his criticism of ESPN's No Politics Policy. All that and more. You will love it. Also, If you like this, as you head into the weekend, make sure you listen to my conversation with ESPN college football analyst Kirk Herbstreet. Uh, It will be fantastic. Two hours plus breaking down how he ended up doing what he does. This will be his 24th year on college game day. I guarantee you're going to love it. Those conversations in general, feedback has been phenomenal. Audience growing pretty rapidly. Check them out. Wins and losses podcast exclusive show from me. I am Clay Travis, and the show begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate all of you spending your morning with us. Hope your Thursday is going spectacularly well. I spent yesterday uh, after the radio show in Memphis for the St. Jude uh, fundraising golf tournament, which surrounds the PGA and the WGC event, which will be starting today in Memphis. And I got to tell you guys, first of all, uh, they do incredible work at St. Jude um, Children's Hospital fighting cancer. I mean, it is uh, ennobling to see how much excellent work they do there. And all over the golf course uh, at a big fundraiser, they had filled the golf course with kids who have successfully been treated 
uh, for cancer. And one of the amazing things about what St. Jude does is they don't charge anybody anything. So uh, they uh, they are a uh, the story and the work that they do is incredibly important and uh, it was uh, eye opening and inspiring to be able to uh, to volunteer my time to help them in some small way. Um, from a golf perspective, I would like to apologize to everyone who saw me attempt a shot all day long. Eighteen holes of golf. I'm not sure I hit a single good shot. It's tough to hit the ball as many times as I did and to hit as many poor shots as I did. Um, but uh, that is uh, that is the uh, the truth. So if any of the four guys who were a part of my team uh, were there and, uh, and are listening this morning, I apologize to all of you. Uh, all right, uh, let's kind of give you a roadmap where we're headed. We're going to talk with Frank Isola in the next segment. Hour three, we're going to talk with Ryan Glasspiegel of the Big Lead. That is where we are headed. Maybe a little bit of Animal Thunderdome likely to happen, as well as some anonymous mailbag maybe in hour two. But I want to start with what I think is a, a really big story, and that is Taylor Lewan, uh, the Titans' left tackle. I believe he's the second highest paid offensive lineman in the history of the league. I think that's right failing a uh, drug test for a banned substance and as a result missing the first four games, according to him, of the 2019 season. I am blown away that this could happen. And what I mean by that is this. How in the world are you taking anything if you are a pro athlete who is being drug tested that isn't being directly handed to you by a team. I don't know how many guys take supplements. I don't know how common it is that you take a bevy of pills in order to maximize your body's capability. But if I were a pro athlete and you told me that I was going to be drug tested on whether or not I'm using a banned substance, there is a 0% chance that I would ever take anything other than something that is provided to me by a team. I'm not trusting any supplement that I can buy off the shelf that doesn't come to me directly from a team. Lawan released a statement saying he unintentionally ingested this banned substance, that he took a lie detector test, to prove that that was the case. But my question is, why ever put yourself in that situation? If I knew that I had to take a drug test in order to be a uh, radio show host and that I could lose a quarter of my salary if I ever failed that drug test for performance-enhancing drugs, there's no way imaginable that I would be shopping and buying things that were outside the scope, potentially, of my contract. It just it boggles my mind that you could put yourself into a situation like this. It really does. And I think we have the audio of Taylor Lewan, who got in front of this story and reported his failed uh, drug test himself. Here is that audio. 
My name is Taylor Lewan. I'm the left tackle for the Tennessee Titans. And I'm making this video so it comes from me and from nobody else. And it doesn't leave anything up for interpretation. I received a letter from the NFL a few weeks ago saying that I failed a drug test for Austrian. Austrian is a supplement banned from WADA in 2007. It's known as a SARM. Uh, the way the CBA works is a strict liability policy. So I'm completely responsible for the things that are in my body, whether the supplement I'm taking has it on the label or not. I want everybody to know that I've never taken the supplement knowingly and I've never cheated the game and I never will. I have notes. Those things don't really matter. What really is important to me is that people know that I'm not a cheater. I went and did a polygraph test about Austrian and knowingly taking it and I passed that test. I've never taken anything that would cheat the game. I'm so sorry to the Tennessee Titans. It's just hard. I'm sorry the Titans and the fans that I won't be there for four games. Um, I've never uh, cheated myself and I never wanted you guys to feel cheated. And I'm sorry. But uh, I'm going to be better for this. I'm going to come back. I got my, my supplements tested by a third party. Um, I'll, and uh, I'll release that polygraph. And there's also been letters on the UFC, Clemson, and other NFL players that have failed for Austrian as well. I'll make public. Um, and I'll do whatever I can to prove that I've never done anything wrong in regards to supplements or taking anything knowingly. Um, thank you so much for watching this video. And thank you to everyone who supports me. So that's Taylor Lewan breaking down, putting that video out yesterday afternoon. Uh, the impetus here, we talked yesterday about how the two quarterbacks... Really, if you want to include Dak Prescott, you can. But the two quarterbacks with the most at stake from a financial perspective this year are Jameis Winston with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Marcus Mariota with Tennessee Titans. Because they're both in year five of their contract. They are playing without multi-year extensions. And the question is, are they the quarterbacks of the future for their franchises or not? Jameis Winston so far... Uh, we don't know. Marcus Mariota, so far, we don't know. Well, now Mariota loses his left tackle. We all know that Mariota hasn't been able to stay healthy. So this puts him in peril, especially when you consider the first four games that the Titans play on the road against the Browns. The Browns and Baker Mayfield looking to come out and justify all the offseason hype that they have received. The Colts uh, at home in Nashville. The Colts have uh, the Titans have not beaten the Colts in 11 straight games. Andrew Luck, sorry, 11 games straight games started by Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck in his career has never lost a game against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, then the Titans go on the road against the Jaguars and against the Falcons. There's a decent chance the Titans could start 0-4 in that stretch, and they need every single possible aspect of of the team to be functioning well, and boom, Taylor Lewan is out. Now, he can cry his crocodile tears, and he can say, oh, the reason why uh, I am, uh, I'm uh, going to be suspended is an unintentional ingestion of this banned substance, which basically is a steroid-like substance, allows you to create uh, more muscle and strength and, uh, and, and whatnot. Um, but how do you let this happen? The team will give you any number of supplements if you ask them to give you things that you can use to help train your body. 
they will provide those substances for you. And if that happens and you test positive for a banned substance, then I think you have a pretty good defense because you go back and you say, look, here's what I was taking. This came directly out of the supplements provided by the Tennessee Titans. You could save one pill uh, beforehand. You could have those pills tested by the team to ensure that they don't have banned substance. That's why the teams provide all of this uh, to the players, specifically so we don't end up in a situation like this. This is a big deal and a big loss for the Titans as uh, the season looms closer. But I, I'm sorry, when I hear a guy in, uh, in, in pro sports who tests positive for a banned substance cry these crocodile tears, we've just seen so many guys make this argument over the years and then end up being a foul of the rules that it's just it's hard for me to believe that anybody's being truthful here moreover I think it's a different level of dumb to even put yourself into this position and be buying any supplement that isn't provided by the team directly to you to put the risk at all out there is it possible you take something that's 100% legal and it has somehow been compromised because of the way those pills are created sure But if that is true, why aren't guys testing positive for banned substances all the time? It's relatively rare in the NFL for a guy to miss games for banned substances, much less for a guy who's one of the highest paid in the history at his position to do it. So to me, this is just a a mess. This is a mess for the Titans. It's a mess for Marcus Mariota. It's an ugly situation for, for Taylor Lewan. And uh, and the result is likely to be a potentially debilitating hit to the Titans season one day before they officially start uh, training camp. Everybody has to report today, by the way, for the Titans. If you are a football fanatic, and I know many of you are, uh, the uh, Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings, New Orleans Saints, Pittsburgh Steelers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Tennessee Titans all report to training camp today and so uh, everybody has to I believe be reported by uh, to training camp by tomorrow so by tomorrow the uh, NFL season will be officially underway and as I told you starting this week and this is a great thing next week is the first week of preseason football and there will be football to watch next week every week all the way until late April when the XFL season ends. So we're talking about August all the way to late April where you can kick back your feet, put your television on, and watch football games. The NFL will have games all the way till February. So uh, don't start your fantasy football drafts yet. I hate when people do that, but it is almost football season uh, when you start to break down everything surrounding uh, this story. Uh, All right. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Frank Isola. Uh, We'll get into a lot of different stories with him. Uh, At some point, I'm going to dive into this Adrian Peterson mess as well and the fact that he is now bankrupt despite the fact that he made $100 million plus in income over his career. It's a crazy situation. 12-year NFL veteran. If you haven't heard that, he is being sued because he evidently does not have the money to repay uh, a, uh, a loan company that he took out. He took out a multi-million dollar, uh, now I think it is almost that he owes a loan. And so uh, we will talk about that 
and how crazy that is. Uh, also, again, like I said, up next, Frank Isola from uh, Around the Horn from uh, The Athletic and also from SiriusXM and Ryan Glasspiegel on the future of Dan Levitard at ESPN. This is a crazy story, but reports are that Dan Levitard now is traveling to New York to meet with Jimmy Pitaro, the president of ESPN, face-to-face to discuss his future with the network one week after he decided that he had to weigh in on Donald Trump's rally in North Carolina and ripped the network's policy on uh, not talking politics. And uh, as a result, maybe his career is close to being over with ESPN. Um, Never a good sign when in the middle of the week you're reportedly traveling to uh, New York City to meet with the president face-to-face. So we'll see what ends up happening there. I am Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic uh, starts to your Thursday. This is Outkick, the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Up next, it's Frank Isola. Thanks for hanging with us on a great Thursday in July on Outkick, the coverage. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is a confidence show, especially when we're joined by Frank Isola. He's at the Frank Isola on Twitter. You can hear him uh, on uh, Sirius XM. You can read him at The Athletic, and you can watch him on television at Around the Horn. Uh, Frank Isola, uh, I'm curious as we bring you in. Adrian Peterson reportedly has blown through a hundred million dollars plus. How wild is this that it keeps happening? I, I don't get it. You know, a bunch of years ago, I actually uh, sat down with Antoine Walker because he wanted to do a book basically about being a guy, you know, one of these first NBA players with these huge contracts to blow all his money. And he had gotten involved in a bunch of bad real estate deals. He also was gambling his money. It's, it's hard to believe that you could lose $100 million. I mean, if you're just being somewhat smart about it you know you're investing a little bit of it it's 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 nearly impossible but you know a lot of it a lot of the players and a lot of really rich people who lose their money they buy things like cars and jewelry things that you know aren't really worth it and it's hard i mean to lose that much money and and you know how it works Clay. you know, when adrian peterson is done playing football you're not ever making that kind of money again you're not even going to come close to it. So I, I'm shocked that in this day and age, with as much, you know, the, as the players kind of get educated, I know they do this in the NBA with rookie orientation, where they're really trying to help the players out to be smart 
about their money. When you see the amount of money that Adrian Peterson lost, but come on, I mean, he's had a a pretty wacky uh, lifestyle off the field, that's for sure. Yeah, it's unfortunate, um, and I think it's a, it looks bad not just for Adrian Peterson, but also for the league, which is why I think the league has tried to keep players from making decisions like these. Because when you get up to that kind of dollar figure, if you just buy, you know, like index futures in the stock market, <laughs> right? I mean, you're basically yep. guaranteeing yourself over the last what hundred years, basically, you're guaranteeing yourself nine, ten percent a year in investment return. And what's wild about being able to go bankrupt like that, and you know this, Frank, it's like you just mentioned, it's you're buying assets that have almost no value. In other words, you know, for people out there who are listening to us right now, if you buy a car, the minute that you drive it off the lot, it's worth about 50% of what you uh, paid for it. If you buy a house, then by and large, it's hard to lose all of your money in a house, right? Because it's a tangible, physical asset. So just buying the right assets, even if you're spending money rashly, it's hard to lose a ton of money if you invest, for instance, in real estate and actually put your money out there to buy the... It's just it's, it's mind-boggling to me that athletes continue to make decisions like this and put themselves into this position. So that's one story that's out there. The well, other right, story... I just, I, just, I just wanted to say this really quickly. I always find it amazing and covering players for a long time, how suspicious they'll be of the media. Right. And and not trusting, which is fine. I think, you know, you're not going to develop a relationship instantly. It's a great But point. really, all the, media, all the media is trying to get out of the players is information. And I've always been surprised at how some of the same players that are very suspicious of the media will hang around with kind of shady characters who in the end end up stealing all their money. I still remember the day that LeBron James... I think he was, might have been either, I think he was drafted and Charles Barkley was on a live remote with him and he said, the first thing you need to do is learn the word no. No, I'm not buying you a restaurant. No, I'm not buying you a car. No, I'm not opening up a music studio for you. And I always find that interesting that the players being smart about certain things and rightfully so being a little suspicious of people right away because you don't know what people's intentions are, yet they sometimes surround themselves with people who are robbing them blindly. Yeah, one of the stories that that's wild is the number of people sometimes who will have access to a uh, debit, you know, card. Yeah. When the player's check hits a, a checking account, uh, you got like ten or twelve people who have debit cards that can go just take money freely out, which is wild to even think about, right? I mean, if there's anybody other than your spouse who has access to your debit account, I mean, that's crazy, right? Like that should be rule number one: you control the money. And the amount of people who just immediately allow others to just go take money out of their account, it blows my mind. Because once that money's gone, again, it gets spent on frivolities and it disappears forever. Um, the other big story, uh, Frank, and I'm sure you've seen this over the years where guys you know, make awful decisions. I remember, I'm trying to remember the, uh, the boxer, and I can't remember which boxer it was, but it, it doesn't really matter because the, the story on it is so amazing. Don King was his guy, right? Um, yep. And he had bought a Ferrari, and he didn't have the cash to put gas in it. So he had to borrow from Don King to put <laughs> gas in his Ferrari. Um, I mean, that was just kind of indicative of, uh, of the decision-making in general. Um, and I remember the story years and years ago that Mike Tyson went to like McDonald's to get a, uh, to get a, uh, a hamburger, 
and decided while he was there there was a car dealership next door and he bought like a Lamborghini next door or something while he was eating a hamburger like uh you could lease those cars you could borrow them for a couple of months whatever you want to do but it blows my mind how many guys just make such awful financial decisions you know it's it's years ago i won't say the player on the knicks but we were staying the they were out in la we're staying in marina del rey and one of the guys that would travel with this player was kind of his driver kind of his personal valet and he saw me at the game he says you're going to the airport tomorrow i said yes he goes uh i was staying at the marriott marina del rey he was staying at the rich car with the team today i got a car i'll pick you up i said all right so when he came to pick me up he went to the front desk he was checking out Two guys that were staying, it was, it was two guys who were friends of a New York Knicks who were staying in the same hotel as I was. So when he got the bill, he let me look at the bill. You would not believe the charges that these guys rang up. So the, so the Knicks player flew these guys out, put them up at a hotel. They ate every meal um, room service. And I, like, and I remember the player telling me like a couple of months later that he was having financial trouble. I said, why are you flying your friends out, and why are they eating every single meal in the hotel? Now, it's, I know it sounds like a minor thing. Yeah. Remember Marina Del Rey, tell them to get off their ass and go like walk down the street to a diner and get a, a breakfast that's going to cost 10 bucks as opposed to $80 or whatever the case may be. And, so and that, or, that, that's what is people 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 closest to them a lot of times are the ones taking the money from them. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, big story. Taylor Lewan. I don't know if you saw this or saw his uh, sort of tearful apology. Titans left tackle says he uh, inadvertently tested positive for a banned substance. Do you believe anybody when they say now that they tested positive inadvertently for a banned substance? I find it a little hard to believe, especially the highest level athletes who are so concerned and rightfully so about what they're putting into their body. I think probably the most extreme case would have been Roger Clemens when he had the trainer who was injecting a needle into his rear end and and Roger Clemens said he had no idea what he was doing. Clay, are you going to allow a trainer to inject a needle into your rear end and not know exactly what you're getting? So the players, a lot of times they, they, they love to be you know, they, they love uh, to be somewhat ignorant to that, and ignorance is never a defense. And I, I, I find that a little hard to believe that you could do something like that, especially in this day and age. Yeah, and also we've just seen so many of these guys, whether it was back in the day, Lance Armstrong, who sued all his critics and said, hey, I never did anything wrong. I think it was uh, Ryan Braun, right, uh, where yep. he had the press conference and, and then a holier-than-thou speech where he said, oh, I had nothing to do with this, and then – he later admitted to uh, to ped use. I just think it's hard to believe that it happens inadvertently. I understand if you get caught why you want to say it was inadvertent because it makes you look better because there's some segment of a fan base that's going to believe you no matter what. But I just think it's a bad look in general uh, because of so many guys who've been caught over the years. And I'm with you, Frank. Like If you told me that uh, that my career was at stake based on what I'm ingesting – there's no way I'm taking anything that's even remotely close to the line of what might be acceptable or risking it if I don't know everything. Uh, what about, uh, let, let's shift gears here, but go back to the NBA. What did you think of Kawhi and Paul George and Steve Ballmer, the introductory press conference they had yesterday? Well, you could see that Steve Ballmer, um, as an owner, is one of the better owners in the league. First of all, he's the richest owner in the NBA, and that enthusiasm is real. And I think for the Clippers... Like, look at how the Lakers handled their press conference with Anthony Davis. They had it on a Saturday afternoon. And as you know, Clay, the media, especially during the offseason, 
The last thing anyone wants to do in July on a Saturday is go to a press conference. And I heard the reason that they had the press conference because with LeBron shooting the movie, that was the only time that he could make it to the press conference. So they have their press conference on Saturday, and of course LeBron doesn't make himself available. But the, the Kawhi and the Paul George one it was almost more like a rally. And it seems like when you look at the two teams, I get that the Lakers have all the history and they have all the championships. The Clippers have never even been to a conference final, but there's something cooler about the Clippers. And I think Jerry West being involved, the fact that they have this owner with all this energy, and we kind of know who the owner is. When all this stuff went on with Magic Johnson, you know, here you have Mr. Laker calling out everyone in the organization. And then Jeannie Buss disappeared for basically six weeks. And then she finally showed up at the red carpet at the, uh, the Players Awards. And she said, well, I really didn't have anything to say. And my thing was, what do you mean you had nothing to say? What, you, you're, the guy that used to be the president of your team basically imploded the organization and said you can't trust anybody. You should have come out and been like a face of the, uh, of the organization at that point. So I think the Clippers, they won free agency, and they're winning in uh, more ways than one. Zion shoe deal. Good move, bad move to make him the highest paid rookie shoe contract uh, beneficiary with uh, Jordan's Jumpman brand uh, at Nike of all time. It's uh, it's an interesting one. I mean, you know, I got a chance to see him play in person twice, and there's certainly something about him when you're there. There's a lot of excitement. The thing that would concern me, and I wonder how you feel about it as well, you know, you show up for your first summer league game, and it's being hyped up, and it was scheduled so, you know, on a 9.30 on a, on a Friday, uh, that first uh, day of summer league. And he hadn't played since late March, and he showed up, and he had to be, what, 20, 25 pounds overweight. I, I thought that was troubling. And then he didn't play that well, then he had a knee issue. Then a couple of days later, he shows up at the ESPYs while his team is still playing in Las Vegas, to me, the start for him has not been great. And you just want, I, I'm just concerned that a guy who knew he was going to be the number one overall pick in the draft put on that much weight and got that out of shape from the time his last college game started until now. I think it's great that he got the contract financially. He should be set for the rest of his life if he only plays in the NBA for his rookie deal, which I don't think will be the case. I think he'll eventually turn things around. But he just pulled out from practicing with the Olympic team. I thought I think that's a mistake as well. So financially he's doing well for himself, but ever since you know he showed up with the Pelicans, you know, things have to me there's not one thing that's happened that's been encouraging. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about it only in the context of um I think you're right about the weight, but I I still don't know necessarily how he translates if, you know, like we got Ben Simmons who for whatever reason still can't shoot, right? Um, and Zion is an okay outside shooter, but I'm, I'm just a little bit nervous about his ability to develop and get his own shot. And there's relatively few guys in the NBA who can't at some point develop their own shot um, and become stars. And so, look, other than like the Shaquille O'Neal's of the world who were just so physically imposing back in the day that they can basically get themselves to the basket and nobody else can stop them and it doesn't matter – I don't think Zion's athleticism is going to stand out in the same way in the NBA that it did uh, in uh, college. And I'm a little bit concerned about his undersized nature and how he's going to develop as a shot maker and as a shot creator. And uh, I think it's a move probably that Nike needed to make. Certainly after his shoe blew out, 
you couldn't really allow him to sign with anybody else because of the amount of attention that would have gotten and because of, frankly, the, the, the television advertisements he could have done that, that kind of ridiculed Nike. But I'm not necessarily sold on, uh, on what he's going to be able to create going forward. Um, saw this, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on it. Steve Kerr. Uh, you, Steve Kerr's been outspoken for a while, been willing to say whatever he thinks. And by the way, we're talking with Frank Isola. Read him at The Athletic, listen to him at Sirius XM, watch him on television at Around the Horn on ESPN. He said Anthony Davis forcing a trade was bad for the league. You surprised that Steve Kerr weighed in, weighed in here and, uh, and gave an opinion like this? I, I think Steve Kerr is crazy like a fox. I think he wanted to tweak the Lakers just a little bit. It was probably a little bit of payback for when Kevin Durant signed with the Golden State Warriors and everybody thought that that was not the best thing for the league. I didn't think it was great for the league. I thought it messed up the balance of power in the NBA. That's why I think what Kawhi did by not going to the Lakers was good to the NBA. But it, he is right, though. In theory, he's right. Because when these players are under contract and you know, you're, signing, you know, you're signing these big deals and you're going to a team in January and saying you want to be traded, really, and when you think about it, too, Last year, that messed up two teams. It messed up the Lakers, and it messed up the Pelicans. But I think the league is going to be happy that Anthony Davis is there. Certainly, LeBron James is going to be happy. But that's the trend of that. A lot of people don't like it. And the only reason the Paul George thing hasn't become a bigger deal is because the Oklahoma City Thunder liked the deal that they got. Yeah, Oklahoma City Thunder, would they be losing their minds right now if they wanted Paul George and they heard that Kawhi Leonard reached out to him and told them, ask for a trade, preferably to the Clippers, and we'll play together. But, the, the you know, Oklahoma City, did, they didn't um, protest that at all because they liked the trade that they made. But getting back to your point, I think, I think Steve Kerr's doing it. I think he wants to tweak the uh, Lakers a little bit and tweak LeBron. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any doubt that that's one of the goals that is out there. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the uh, Tennessee Titans both report for training camp today. We talked about Taylor Lewan uh, being out four games. The big story for both teams, Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, the number one and number two overall picks, both entering into their fifth year. Uh, the teams have not committed to them beyond there. Do you think one or both of these guys is the long-range uh, quarterback for either of their teams? Would you buy stock in either, or would you sell stock in both? You know what? I'm, I'm not sure I'd, I'd uh, buy stock in, in either player. But I always say this about the quarterback. You know, and, I mean, I know it's a bit of a cliche, manage the game. Just think about some of the guys that have won Super Bowls before. Even, you know, most recently as a guy like Joe Flacco or Trent Dilfer, you know, or back in the day, Mark Rippon, Jeff Hostetler. You don't have to beat Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl. If you have a good defense around you and if you're a guy that can kind of cut down on your turnovers, but but Jameis Wisson, some of the stuff that he's done off the field kind of concerns you. Some of the things that he has said kind of concern you. My thing is, when you're the quarterback, you have to be the leader of the team. It's so, it's so much like being the point guard. And are you the kind of guy that could a lead players or players going to kind of look up to? And I'm not so sure you have that yet. With I would think that Mariota probably a little bit more than Jameis Winston, but there's going to be a huge season uh, for both of them. Outstanding stuff as always. We'll talk to you next week. It's Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. Follow him on Twitter there. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Mike. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I want to bring in the crew now. How stunned are you, Danny G, that... Adrian Peterson could go through. He made $100 million just from playing football. You figure that he probably made another $20 million or so. That might be low over endorsements. You know, it's 12-year career so far and sundry other payments that you receive when you become a famous professional athlete. In the wake of and including, like, everybody sitting around watching the broke 30 for 30, the idea that you could be broke is certainly well-known, right? It isn't some stunning thing. To have this happen still, it blows my mind that it's possible. Yeah, it's crazy. And I feel for him a little bit just for the fact that you have all those kids. That's one thing, all right? Ton of babies, mamas. And then your lifestyle, you start to get it, I think, when you're around 40. Wouldn't you say with financial issues? Some people maybe 30, and they're a little bit ahead of the curve. And I wish in high school they would have taught us a little bit more about how to balance checkbooks and uh, get good credit scores, right? There should have been a class on that. Yes, definitely. Well, look, I mean, this this fires me up, the, the whole credit score thing. Remember, I don't oh, know how yeah, yeah. were listening. When I, uh, when I was saying I was taking out a home equity line on my house just because I want to have that line of credit available if I suddenly need a substantial amount of money in one fell swoop. And I found out that I had a, uh, a student loan that was in arrears because I had changed companies and it was a hundred dollar student loan payment that I hadn't made. And this idiot company reported me to a collection agency and it's on my credit report now. And I was, I was so angry. I'm still so angry about this. Like it's one thing if you lose a hundred million dollars, but the fact that they got, we got companies reporting hundred dollar debts uh, and, and screwing up people's uh, their, uh, their credit history. And otherwise you wouldn't know. But $100 million, I do think that schools in general would probably be helped uh, tremendously by teaching basic financial literacy. Um, I, I, I've long thought that. Like, for instance, I went to, uh, to public school K through 12, but I was never caught, taught how to type. And I was like, the, one of the most useful things that I ever learned how to do, I had to t- teach myself, was go buy a book and learn how to type. Uh, every kid should know how to sit down in front of a keyboard yep. and type quickly, right? Like, so you can write a paper, so you can write emails, so whatever you need to do, so you can be on, so whatever you're doing, like that should come naturally to you. And some people say, well, everybody's on their phone, they're typing with one finger at a time now, whatever. You should still be able to do that. But yeah, I wasn't ever taught any financial literacy, but the NFL does do it. And they do make a lot of really trustworthy people available to you. And 
it, it was a good point I thought Frank Isola just made. You got athletes who are incredible, incredibly skeptical of the media and they don't trust you and you come around and they want to uh, talk to you and they're very their guard is up. They're very unlikely to trust you. And then they make $100 million and their financial advisor is their uncle. And you're like, hey, is your uncle really that good with money? Or is he just kind of okay with money and he made $40,000 a year and nobody else ever made $40,000 a year and he bought his own home and that's great. But he's probably not sophisticated when it comes to trying to figure out how to invest $100 million and make sure that your money is working for you as opposed to working for other people. And it's just wild to think about that you could have $100 million disappear like this. Yeah. Uh, on a much smaller scale, there's been some of us where in our 20s, uh, you know, I made some good money and didn't invest in houses and property. Yes. Instead, I bought cars and was, you know, doing stupid things with my money. So I understand yeah, but you made a like, little bit. You made like 150000 a year. And he's making like twelve million a year. I mean, it, you can. It, it, we're not saying. Look, I, you, Adrian Peterson, could have taken forty percent of the money that he brought home and invested it in totally absurd things. And if you put twelve million, if you take twenty percent of that twelve million and put it away, you're still going to be doing pretty well for yourself. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at six a.m. Eastern, three a.m. Pacific. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Danny G, I don't think you have to have all the responsibility now. We got a guy arriving as soon as this show ends, and he's basically working to put it up as quickly as possible, right? A body in the building right at 6 a.m. on the West Coast to help get the uh, podcast up quicker. So um, now on your morning drive, if you don't get to hear everything live, it should be up 30 to 40 minutes right after the show. Which is pretty awesome. So again, if you're one of the podcast people who inevitably has been blowing up mine and Danny G's Twitter feed, Anytime the podcast takes too long to go up, we have a podcast-specific guy who is in at 6 a.m. Pacific, and uh, this thing is going up really fast. So if you, uh, and and I need to mention it, I guess maybe on the podcast tease as well uh, for people out there, but if you're on the West Coast, for instance, and you're driving in in the morning, then you should be able to get our podcast uh, within you know 30 or 40 minutes. So by 6.40 in the morning on the West Coast, boom, you got it. If you got a little bit later start in the mountain time zone uh, or in the central time zone uh, by 8.20, 8.30, something like that, central time, boom, it's up and you should be able to go uh, listen to it as well. And what I will try to do, you can follow me on Twitter at Clay Travis, what I will try to do is be tweeting that link out pretty quickly. Uh, But obviously, the easiest thing to do is just sign up so that it's arriving directly into your phone and you're able to listen to it uh, that way. All right, let me bring in the crew. We haven't talked to everybody yet. Um, This Taylor Lewan story. Uh, If you're just waking up, haven't heard, yesterday afternoon, number two highest paid offensive lineman in the league, left tackle for the Tennessee Titans, Taylor Lewan, 
puts out a statement saying he has failed a drug test for a banned substance and uh, says that it was entirely inadvertent, that he took a lie detector test to prove it, all of these things. Do you believe him? And also, I think it's part of a larger context. Do you believe athletes in general when they fail drug tests and claim that they had no idea they might have been doing something improper? My general position is no. And you could say it's because I'm a cynic because of what we saw with Lance Armstrong, because of what we saw with Ryan Braun, because of what we saw with A-Rod, Barry Bonds. Over the years, there has been virtually no athlete who has tested positive for a banned substance, Marion Jones, and immediately said, you know what, I was trying to skirt the issue, I was trying to avoid getting caught, and I got caught. Every single athlete claims that the drug that has been caught in their system has occurred in error, that somebody else is responsible other than themselves. And at this point in time, I tend to think, while there may be an occasional guy who does get caught up in this and hasn't really intentionally made the choice, I think those are very few and far between. If you get popped, my assumption is you knew you were running afoul of the law or so close to the line that you knew something like this could happen. So I'm not inclined to believe Lawan, just like I'm not inclined to believe anybody out there. What about you, Danny G? Yeah, I, I'm with you on this one. We've been lied to right to our face so many times in the past couple of decades. We had Rafael Palmero look right at us in Congress, remember, and say, Oh yeah, I have never... Roger Clemens Clemens testified in Congress and then got charged with a crime, wasn't able to be convicted, but yeah, said under oath in in the trial. Yeah. Yeah. These guys have lied under oath. And Sammy Sosa forgot how to speak English. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Sammy Sosa suddenly couldn't speak English. Yeah. And it's one of the things that has affected baseball a lot, I think, because that summer of Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa brought a lot of us back to the game after that strike had happened. In all of a sudden, baseball was America's game again. And then now look at how we remember back to that. I, it's funny. I saw a special on uh, the MLB network where they were showing interviews and highlights from that year. And you would think that baseball was the best thing in the world. Now the way we remember that, it's a sour taste in our mouth. And I think mainly because of that, whenever these PED issues come up, that's the first thing I think of is I don't trust any of these athletes when they talk it about it. It is funny that in baseball, these guys are eternally stained if they test positive for performance-enhancing drugs. And the truth of the matter is 98 to 99% of people will hardly even think about Taylor Lewan testing positive for performance-enhancing drugs when his career is over because in football, it's not that big of a deal. Like people, ju- either it's just that we assume that everybody is using uh, in, in the world of football in order to be able to get out there, uh, that their bodies are just not naturally created in the way that they are. Uh, but it, it's funny how we just completely forget about it. Um, and you know, certainly it doesn't catch up on you when it comes to the Hall of Fame if you get popped with a, uh, with a banned substance. Do you believe him, Dub? Do you believe it's like a false p- a positive or that it happened inadvertently? I mean, no. I mean, the video... I'm not buying the tears. I'm not buying that he didn't really know what he was taking. He's a professional athlete. Like you mentioned earlier, why they're not taking just supplements from their team is beyond me. That puts everything to rest, no doubt in your mind, if you just take supplements the team gives you. And I'm trying to think of one athlete where 
they came out and said they didn't take a performance-enhancing drug knowingly, and it turned out they were telling the truth. I'm trying to remember back to the Ray Lewis deer antler thing. I'm, that may be the only one. He he blamed his positive test on some deer antler spray. That was right before his final Super Bowl playoff run, and he ended up still playing. And like you said, no one even cares anyway with these football players. Yeah, football. I mean, NFL, it just disappears. Because, again, I think there's an assumption out there that a lot of guys are on a lot of things in order to play football, whether it's HGH, whether it's something, some sort of masking agent to allow recovery. And, uh, and, and so when you actually get popped for it, people care in the sense that they care about the games that you missed. But if you just say, man, I don't know how this happened and just kind of deny it, there's enough people who either don't care or will believe you that it kind of disappears. Uh, Eddie Garcia, you buy it? Is there anybody you can think of that has tested positive for a banned substance and you were like, you know what, I think they're probably telling the truth? I mean, generally speaking, no. Why, why would you believe any of these guys? Now he's he's taken the extra step of you know t- doing a polygraph test, which is pretty original. Uh, we'll see how that turns out when he, if and when he releases the results or what that looks like. But uh, no, I don't think anybody that's paid attention is going to believe anything these guys have to say. I'd actually respect him more, though, if he came out and said, you know what, I got caught. I took it. I'm sorry. Blah blah blah. For him to say, you know, well, I didn't knowingly take it, makes me think he's dumb. I mean, how do you not knowingly know what you're taking? That's- yeah, I mean, that's my thing. If you're going to pay me as much money as these pro athletes are are making for you to be taking anything that could be on the border, like where did he buy this stuff? You know, that would be my first question. So, okay, it's tested positive for this uh, this anabolic steroid type uh, type you know thing that has been banned by the uh, the doping associate like where do you get that you know like how does that end up in your body if you don't ingest it knowingly and is it possible that your trainer could have been giving it to you or somebody else gave it to you so you just say oh i completely relied on him and I didn't knowingly ingest it. Like, that's possible, right? I mean, I could see how you could have a trainer who's trying to push the boundaries of what you're allowed to take. You just trust him implicitly, which is dangerous in and of itself. And so then when you test positive, you can say, hey, I didn't know this stuff was in here. I trusted my trainer. And you could pass a polygraph test then. And by the way, polygraph tests are not admissible in court because they have been shown to be Uh, inconsistent in terms of their ability to verify truth and falsehood a lot of people out there think oh a polygraph it's infallible no the courts have said we're not going to allow polygraph information uh, to be admissible as evidence because we found it to be uh, flawed so many times but you know again you can have taken it and say that you honestly didn't know you were taking it while somebody else can be making uh, making sure that happens also again I just circle back around. If I had this much money at stake, there's no way that I would be taking anything other than what the team provided me. And it also makes me wonder, like, how beneficial are supplements in general to a pro athlete that you're taking so many? Like, there are reports that Taylor Lewan might have been taking 20-plus supplements, which is pretty wild to think about, having putting all that into your body every single time. Roberto, you buying into it at all? Are there any athletes that you believe when they come out and, and cry crocodile tears? And say, no, none of them. I didn't know. No, none of them. And it's always the same thing, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what was in it or what I was taking. And uh, like you said, I always thought the same thing. Why? Don't, why don't they just take what the, what the team, these supplements from from the team? 
take it from them. You know, I never understood. And in baseball, I think it's more serious there because everybody knew what everybody was doing. And yeah, the thing with baseball that you make the argument is baseball guy is so data-driven. And that's been the case yeah, exactly, even yeah. back in the day when Roger Maris was chasing after uh, Babe Ruth and they were playing 162 games as opposed to 154 games. And the idea is if you look at the data, because baseball, well, a lot of sports are now kind of drowning in the analytics era. And certainly baseball has changed substantially in the way that guys you know, will shift in the infield and the way that they uh, make decisions in, in, that are different than they might have made 20 years or 30 exactly. years ago. Exactly. Look at the, the guys that are making the Hall of Fame now. and Some of these guys shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. But yeah, the, fa- the idea is that you can compare – Ty Cobb to Mike Trout, right? Like that the numbers are consistent enough in the game that you can have some way to go back in time and say, hey, let's think about Lou Gehrig compared to Ken Griffey Jr. Let's think about Barry Bonds as it compares to Hank Aaron or however you want to slice and dice players and compare them. We don't really have the same numbers obsession in the NHL, in the NFL, or in the NBA in a way that's similar. Uh, but my position pretty straightforward here is I just don't believe guys when they deny because we've seen so many blatant lies about whether or not there was any uh, improper use or violation of the rules. And really, Lance Armstrong is probably as prominent as there's ever been uh, in that space. And I feel like he killed it for a lot of people, not to mention Rafael Palmero, uh, Roger Clemens, Ryan Braun. There are just so many guys that have been popped and, and certainly in the track and yeah. field realm. Uh, when you think about Marion Jones, not even just men uh, that have been caught uh, over the years with this process. And really quickly, I think Eddie made a really good point about why can't some of the athletes just come out and tell us, were you using it to help your recovery from an injury? What's the real reason why? Stop the lying. If an athlete was honest and I understood why he took something, it wouldn't be that big of a deal to me, honestly. The lying is what bothers me. And if you watch the 100% Julian Edelman documentary on Showtime, a lot of people were waiting to see if he would come clean about what he took to get that suspension at the start of last season. And he did a really creative, artsy way of getting around it. Uh, towards the end of the documentary and that bothered a lot of viewers because overall it was a really good documentary but he just wouldn't come clean about what he did yet it shows him apologizing to his dad so you you know he did something but he just wouldn't come clean well it's also a good point about edelman i think most people who are listening to us right now have already forgotten that he tested positive for peds because of the way the season ended i mean he was outstanding in the super bowl And uh, by the end of the season, people were talking about him as a potential Hall of Famer, whether or not you buy into that. I didn't forget. They're the Patriots and they're a bunch of cheaters. Yeah, well, there's a certain (laughs) segment out there that hates the Patriots no matter what. But I honestly had already forgotten about Julian Edelman. And I mean, obviously, it wasn't even just the fact that it's uh, been almost a year now. I mean, after the Super Bowl, there was an immediate discussion about whether or not he potentially was going to end up being a Hall of Famer. And almost no one said anything, even in that discussion, about the fact that he had uh, tested positive for performance-dancing drugs and served a suspension in the same year. That's pretty wild. Uh, speaking of wild, we're going to go into – we haven't done this in a while. The anonymous mailbag. It's been a, a, a messy summer with all these different stories going on. If you need advice – let's see how this goes. If you need advice from me on any subject under the sun – I do a written column called the Anonymous Mailbag on my website, outkick.com, outkickthecoverage.com. 
if you out there right now need advice on any subject under the sun, you call Dub and he will answer your call and I will solve whatever problem you have. Sports, otherwise, doesn't matter. 877-996-6369. I am the King Solomon of radio. You give me a problem, I will solve it with absolute perfection. 877-996-6369 across the universe of OutKick. All 50 states, outside the country, wherever you are, anonymously, I can give you a solution. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
aspects of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Dubbed, are there any people out there who need me to solve their problems? We got a couple callers on the hold at the moment. We are they that, that sounds apprehensive as if you're not very impressed with the calls? Well, let's just say there have been better calls. Uh, so there have been better calls. But what's the deal now? You can't field calls while I talk. Is that the way the situation still works? That is the situation, yes. But I got news just yesterday or the day before that we will be back in the original Fox Sports studio here in Nashville. So my uh, yeah. ability to take calls will be back to normal, full force, no longer having to load up the lines on commercial break. I'll be able to take calls while we're on the air, while you're talking to other callers. So uh, that's something to definitely look forward to. Uh, that should be uh, that should be good. Um, let's go ahead and take these calls, and then I'll bring in Eddie, and uh, we'll leave the phone lines open, see if there are any other problems that are out there. What did you Alrighty, say in the well, background there, uh, Danny G? I said, you want to cue the music? Uh, yeah, let's cue the music. You've got mail, motherfucker. Anonymous mail, bang! If it was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. All right, let's go to Augusta, Georgia to start things off. Augusta, what's the problem? Hey, good morning. Um, I was just, uh, well, my name is Angel. I'm from Augusta, Georgia. I just wanted to ask you a question about uh, Robert, Robert Kiyosaki's uh, Rich Dad series. Uh, I was looking to invest into it because I was trying to buy into the whole idea of financial education, and I was just trying to get your opinion on it. Is it real, or is this more of like a scam of buy this book, buy that book, buy this board game, or and, Look, here, here is what I would say. There are all sorts of ways that you can try to become financially astute and intelligent. By far, the smartest thing you can do is buy S&P 500 index funds. 
you will be mirroring the S&P 500, which is a collection of 500 companies across the entire country, right? And they have obviously global connections and everything else. And just allow that to be your investment. If you do that, historically, you will beat out all the professionals telling you that you need to take whatever action they are suggesting. You will beat out, ideally, anything that you could do by buying individual stocks. The smartest possible thing you can do is just buy S&P 500 index funds and don't ever touch it. Don't even look at it. Put it off to the side and wait. It's hard to time the market. The stock market has been on a roll for the past seven or eight years. So you never know when you're buying at the top or if there's a lot of room left and everything else. But historically, you will average 9 or 10% return a year. The smartest possible thing you can do is buy index funds and get out of the way. Just keep putting your money into it and don't worry about it. Leave it off to the side. Don't even check your balances uh, other than to make sure that you're actually buying it. That's my advice to you and to everyone out there. Now, as you get more wealthy, there are always going to be more options uh, that are more complicated and everything else. But historically, the best possible move you can make is just buy S&P 500 index funds. Get out of the way. Don't worry about it. Don't try and do all these complicated things. Uh, Obviously, you should also buy your own home at some point. Like There are lots of smart financial decisions you can make there. Uh, And I don't need to give you every possible permutation of those. And it's not as if I'm an expert in financial advice. But I will tell you that the number one irrefutable best advice you can take is buy S&P 500 index funds and don't pay attention to to, to anything else. Just keep putting your money into that. You'll average over time historically a 9 or 10% return. And that is a hell of a great return. And you don't have to worry about them at all. So that's, that's my financial advice. I will say that every time somebody calls with any kind of question associated with uh, the stock market or anything in that uh, universe. All right, Dub, what else? All right, let's go to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, what you got for me? What's up, Clay? First thing, love your new read for the show. I think I align with your description of uh, kind of uh, the evolution of a caller who connects with you. So definitely uh, appreciate your perspectives. One sticking point has been kind of the way you're a little bit dismissive of identity politics. And so as a, as a teacher, educator, and someone who works with people to think about their identities and such, I'm curious what an alternative framework might be. And so, Yeah, I mean, look, my argument is, yeah, thanks for the call. Um, and if you're an educator, thanks for the work you're doing. My argument is we got to get away from tribalism. And you should be, uh, I think, an individual before anything else and the analogy i make um is if you think about historically uh in uh, great britain uh, one of the reasons why we broke away from great britain historically was because they believed in the aristocracy and we believe as a country i believe in the meritocracy and what's the difference difference between those two things well the meritocracy in an ideal world is really what's represented by sports the best man or woman will win regardless of where they're from, regardless of what their parents do, 
regardless of where they went to school, the best man or woman will rise and become the greatest in their sport or the best uh, that they can possibly be. That's the purpose of athletics. And we don't start off in athletics with, hey, unfortunately, you were born poor, so we need to you know, sort of counteract the wheels of justice for that reason. Um, and so in Great Britain very much your lot in life was determined by your aristocracy who were your parents what land holding did they have what uh, member where were you born were you the first son were you like the eighth daughter Uh, everything was different based on something simple like that Um, and so in the United States the idea is that you control whether or not you are successful not your race not your gender, not your ethnicity, not your sexuality, none of that. And what I have seen happen over the last 10 to 15 years, and I think social media has exacerbated this, is pay attention to how often somebody gives you their opinion, and before they give you their opinion, they define themselves by something they didn't choose to be, right? So how often do you hear these days somebody say, as a transgender black lesbian woman i believe and my argument is always why do i care about any of the stuff you said before you got to i believe i don't care about how your identity impacts your opinion i care about whether your opinion is rooted in logic and factual accuracy and so the analogy that i have made is it's similar to back in the day if you read history books People would identify themselves and say, like, as the fourth Earl of Southampton, who has been uh, due to baronial splendor, also named the, uh, the the ambassador to the larger, like all these different lineages that would r- lead up to it. Like even now, Prince William, if you read Prince William's entire title, one day he's going to take over and rule as the ceremonial uh, seat on the throne, England. Like the long list of all of the titles that he has as a member of nobility will make your eyes roll back into your head. And so my position is, I don't care what you look like or where you are from or what your sexuality is or what your race, your gender, anything else. All I care is your opinion and whether it's a good opinion or not. And we can debate whether or not it's a good opinion. And I think we have leaned so far into the identity politics era on both sides of the political equation that really all that happens now is we have a lot of warring tribes which are defined by things that people can't control. So that's my philosophy, and I think it's broken much of our political process in America right now. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
with wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I am solving all the problems of the world. And we go now to a couple more of those, Dub. Who you got? All right, let's go to Dayton, Ohio. 
Dayton. What you got for me? What's up, Clay? Uh, my grandma passed away back in February. Of course, she didn't have a will. And uh, I had a cousin who was a medical power of attorney. And I think that expires when the person dies. Uh, but they, him and some of my other family went ahead and stepped in and uh, cleaned out her bank accounts and took all of her furniture and kind of just cut my mom out of the whole situation. And so she got a lawyer, and she's kind of trying to pursue criminal charges. And uh, it's just really been dragging out. And I've been kind of sitting on the, you know, sitting on the bench. And I'm, I'm like, man, what do I tell her? What do I tell them? I mean, it's kind of destroyed the family. So, like, man, you're a lawyer. You know, what, what advice would you have for this situation? Yeah. Thanks. So, first of all, have a will. Um, I mean, in general, because uh, thanks for the call. This thing happens all the time, right? Where a uh, a family member dies, and they haven't really taken care enough of the way that they want their assets to be distributed, and there is a kind of a free for all in the family in the absence of direction. And so, my advice to everybody out there is, if you want for your family to uh, to be able to handle your death as best they possibly can, I would say have a living will, which means you know basically takes away the uh, the responsibility of somebody as you die, right? If you become in a vegetative state or whatever, and it's hard for your family to decide, hey, we need to pull the plug. If you have uh, already made that decision for them, that can make things infinitely easier, and you need to have a will. Um, and if there are possessions that you have that are of particular sentimental value or they've been passed down in the family for years to come, uh, I would say you need to try to equitably distribute those either in the will or by letting everyone know before uh, you die by giving it to someone, right? Like, hey, this is a gift from me to you um, and uh, this becomes an issue that the courts oftentimes have to get involved with uh, because family members become incredibly contentious over who gets what possessions. Um, and it happens all the time. And I, again, I would I, I think your mom did the right thing by retaining a lawyer, but it becomes incredibly expensive and it can divide families and break them up. And sometimes for years and years, people don't speak to each other uh, because of the way they responded in what is already an emotionally fraught and perilous time you suddenly are fighting over whether who gets grandma and grandpa's uh, things. And there are probably a ton of people listening right now who know exactly what I'm talking about. So if you are that grandma or that grandpa, get that solved in advance so that when you are gone, your lasting legacy is not the disunity that your death brought on for the family. Who's up next? All right, let's go down to Florida next. Florida, what you got for me? Solid work by Florida. Yeah, you call us. Yeah, we're here. Yes. Hey, how you doing, Clay? Clay, you seem to amaze me every time. Every time I hit this part of your show, and I think I'm going to be debatable what you say, you always seem to come through. You gave this guy some information about the S&P. I'm a postal worker. I'm about to retire in about four months. I've been with the S&P, the postal service, for 35 years. And that's probably and I, the information I was given 37 years ago was put it in that fund, Put blinders on and don't look at it until you retire. And that's what I've done. Uh, and I've done very well with that. So I just want to commend you again 
with some very sad information for people who don't have a whole lot of money but a good investment to go to. Yeah, well, Smart, for you, congratulations on retirement. Yeah, look, this is one of the things that I would beat the drum on a ton. You're listening to me right this morning, and I feel like uh, it's funny. There are lots of things where people – money is one of those things where I feel like men and women feel like they should know more than they do and where when you talk to people who are in the financial industry – They want to wow you and dazzle you with all of the things that they're trying to provide opportunities for you. All you need to do is buy S&P 500 funds. 99% of you listening to me right now, probably 100%, but I'll say 99%, you don't need to do anything other than buy S&P 500 index funds. Now, it's by far the best choice you could make. And then just stop looking at it That should be your financial decision-making. Now, uh, there are all sorts of things out there where people will come in and they'll try and distract you and they'll try and sell you something that they're making money off of. And all of those things can be fine, but by far, you don't have to just listen to me. This is what Warren Buffett would say. Warren Buffett has beaten the S&P 500 for his entire investing career, but the vast majority of professional money managers cannot beat the S&P 500 over the course of their careers. So why would you pay somebody to underperform the overall market? Uh, Go ahead and just buy S&P 500 index funds. Do it. Trust me. You don't trust me on anything else. You can be like, hey, you are crazy about about this opinion you have about, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson losing $100 million. It's a great time for financial literacy out here because Adrian Peterson reportedly has blown through $100 million. Maybe the next Adrian Peterson is listening to me right now this morning. So I'm going to be talking to him about sports and one day you're going to make millions of dollars. And we talked earlier about how in high school they can teach you all sorts of stuff. You know how photosynthesis works. You know how uh, you know covalent bonds are formed. You know uh, what happened in the War of 1812, you have a pretty decent sense on the difference between uh, Y-O-U, hopefully R, and Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. They teach you all that stuff in school, but they don't give you a single bit of actual pocketbook knowledge. So when you start getting that first paycheck, how many of you out there didn't know anything about taxes? You get that first paycheck and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I was getting paid. I remember my first paycheck was making $5.25 an hour. Was working at Media Play. It's now defunct. So their idea was we're going to sell everything, right? We're going to sell books. We're going to sell media, uh, music. We're going to sell like basically every video, DVDs back in the day, whatever it was, VHS tapes. Back in the day, they sold everything in the world of media. $5.25 an hour. Boom, I get my paycheck. I knew taxes existed. I didn't know they existed that much. How many people out there don't understand that? And you you go from never making a dollar where everybody is basically taking care of your every need if you're a high-profile athlete to suddenly having these millions of dollars, you don't know what to do with it. Adrian Peterson had no idea what to do with it. And as a result, he squandered $100 million. $100 million dollars in 12 years think about how hard that is to pull off and it's just a basic lack of financial literacy 
You have a lot of money coming in every couple of weeks. You think it's going to continue. And athletes are a great example of this because they make all their money between what? The ages of about 20 to 34. Some athletes make more money after the age of 34. Some make money before the age of 20. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. But basically, there's about a 12 or a 14-year process there where you are going to make your money. And if you have no idea what you're doing with it, you're in significant trouble. And Adrian Peterson, it's a cliche because it's happened so often. He didn't know what to do. He had no clue. And worst of all, he didn't have any idea who to trust. And the guys that he ended up trusting were the least trustworthy people out there. In hour one, Frank Isola made a great point. He said, you know, when you cover athletes, they're intensely skeptical of media. They don't trust you. And he said, I understand that. They don't know you. They don't know what you're trying to do. But he said, it's amazing how often financial guys, they trust immediately. Should be the exact opposite. The media really can't hurt you that much. Your financial guy, if you get the wrong advisor, can't crush you. He can bankrupt you. It's amazing how often it happens. Just buy S&P 500 index funds. Write it down. If, you don't doubt, if, you're, if you're doubting me, just write down S&P 500 index fund. You go in to talk with anybody. You say, just hand a piece of paper. Say, I want to buy this. And I want to keep buying this for the rest of my career. Trust me on this. It's the best possible decision you could make. Adrian Peterson had done it. He would have, by the time he retires, 50, 60 years old, he's going to have orders of magnitude more than the $100 million he made. He didn't. Now he's bankrupt. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We've been tracking several different stories. Uh, Taylor Lewan fails a drug test out for four games uh, for a performance-enhancing drug. He claims that it was unintentional. We don't necessarily buy into that because we've heard so many athletes over the years say uh, that they did not intentionally ingest a banned substance. So that is a big story as it pertains to Marcus Mariota and potentially whether he's going to be the long-range quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. He and Jameis Winston, alongside, I would say, Dak Prescott, all with massive amounts of money at stake as the new season of the NFL begins. Uh, Worth reporting. Uh, that uh, there are a bunch of teams all officially beginning their season today with the Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings, New Orleans Saints, Pittsburgh Steelers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Tennessee Titans all reporting uh, today to training camp. By tomorrow, every team uh, and every player will have officially been obligated to report. We'll see whether everybody does, in fact, report for training camp or whether there are some guys, maybe Ezekiel Elliott, maybe who knows uh, who exactly the others will be, uh, whether or not they will all report for uh, training camp. Melvin Gordon out with the Chargers has said that he might not report, so we'll see what transpires there. We got Zion Williamson getting 
the biggest shoe contract for a rookie in the history of uh, the NBA. Uh, that is a big bet by the ju- Jump brand, uh, Jumpman brand of Nike that he is going to be a transformative star in the NBA remains to be seen. I'm a little bit skeptical because I'm not sure that Zion is a guy who can get his own shot, and I'm not sure he's a guy who can shoot from a high percentage outside. I don't believe he's going to be able to physically dominate like he has been able to at Duke. We will see what ends up happening with him in the NBA, but Nike and the Michael Jordan brand making a huge bet on Zion, the biggest bet, in fact, that has ever existed in the history of rookie NBA contracts. As if uh, that were not enough. Also, speaking of big money, Adrian Peterson has blown big money. You just heard me talking about it to end our number two, over $100 million from Adrian Peterson. He reportedly now bankrupt 12 years after he entered the NFL. And uh, we will see whether he will be able to ever get control of his financial life again. But regardless, the money that he made, which is, uh, I mean, geez, I mean, more than uh, more than thousands of you combined who are driving into work this morning will ever make in your entire lives. Adrian Peterson has blown through it and uh, now in debt and being sued for millions of dollars, $100 million plus poof gone in the blink of an eye all of that we have been discussing but you know we haven't done very much of if at all this week so far the animal thunderdome and danny g knows that you guys have been demanding it and so let's play the music boys Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. I had a bullet and stripped respect to my face. And you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. What you got for me, Danny G? One video that hundreds of listeners have tweeted into us. A nine-year-old girl was thrown in the air by a charging bison in Yellowstone Park. Tell me you've seen this video, Clay. I have seen this video. Ah, how did this happen? On Monday, a nine-year-old girl from Florida was visiting Yellowstone with her family. The group got too close to the bison near the old faithful geyser there. The bison charged them. The parents ran. The young girl was left standing there, and the bison tossed the girl into the air. From the video, you would think that she would be seriously injured, but she didn't sustain any major injuries. No citations were issued after the event either. The girl was treated for minor injuries at the Old Faithful Lodge. Parents, what uh, what uh, letter grade would you give the par- parental responsibility here? Uh, that's a solid F. Yeah, they just run for it. I mean, it's like their daughter's not even there. Do you? What do you think? Ha- have the parents been interviewed since this happened? Since this video went viral? You know, I'm not sure, and I kept looking at it closely. I, I think it's the parents. It doesn't say if it is, but all of us are assuming that the two people running are the parents. So there's a possibility that the parents are somewhere else in the video shot. You would hope they would be somewhere near their child, right? But it just generically in the article says that it was a group near this bison. So not sure on it, uh, and the article doesn't say uh, we'll follow this as more stories about it come yeah, out because I'm sure I'm sure some follow up articles are going to be on the internet. You can't abandon your daughter in the face of a charging buffalo. No, or way. son, right? No. Like if you have a child, what age is it? Every man for himself. Uh, 
late, late teens. Yeah, I was just going to say right around 1920. I mean, even then, as an adult, we've got to live some good years. You, you see a youngster in trouble like that, you better put yourself in front of that kid to protect them. Yeah, I, I, I mean, a nine-year-old, I mean, I'm glad the kid's okay. And since you're telling the story, a lot of people probably anticipated that the kid died. So you. Uh, since you seem to seek out all of the worst stories involving children and animals that could be found. Uh, but that in and of itself is, is pretty wild. Yeah, that video went viral. And uh, I, I can't imagine that, uh, that you know what yeah. ended up happening when, when dad and mom ran. Do you know what mom said? No. Mom 100% said that that was dad's responsibility, <laughs> right? Like mom may mom may flee, but dad has got to be there to take on the buffalo. It's like remember when Harambe happened and I said I would have just th- I would have jumped into that cage if I was the dad. If I let a kid get into a gorilla enclosure and dad was in charge, I would I would almost just jump in and let the gorilla kill me <laughs> rather than have to face my wife if I was responsible for my kid ending up in the gorilla cage. Every woman out there right now is like on some part of her brain when the when a dad takes a kid to the zoo, every mom somehow expects for the kid to end up in an enclosure with the dangerous animal. Dad looks away at the wrong time because dad's buying cotton candy because dad's got to go to the bathroom and he forgets. Like nobody, no woman out there trusts her man to take the kid to the zoo. And so every mom was like, yeah, I kind of expect for that to happen. And I would honestly, I rather than have to live for the rest of my life being responsible for the kid getting in the gorilla cage, I would almost rather the gorilla just pick me up and dash me into the wall. <laughs> I almost would just allow the gorilla to just end me there. You'll love this real quick. When I was a kid, the apartment building my family was living in caught on fire. So my mom's screaming to my stepdad to get the baby who was in a playpen. And it's smoke is billowing in and we're trying to get out of the apartment. So we get out of there. My mom can't find my stepdad. She grabs the baby. We're all standing outside of the apartment and the flames are up high now. He comes out last out of out of the smoke and he's carrying his JVC VCR. (laughs) True story. That's what he wanted he to say. He saved the VCR. He saved his VCR because, as you know, back then. Back then, the VCR oh, was like gold boy. They were like six, $700 back then when we were kids. Yeah. You got to yeah. be able to watch time-shifted yeah. television back in the day. Forget the toddler. I'm taking the JVC. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next story here. Uh, visitor was hurt badly in the Cayman Islands. There from the U.S. This past weekend, he was bitten by a barracuda. Oh, wow. At the Stingray City Sandbar. We don't oh, ever man, hear I about bit, Oh, I, I was at the Stingray City Sandbar last year. Well, some details of this incident have been coming up out on social media. Health officials confirmed that the man was brought to HCCI on Saturday after he came ashore at Rum Point with two severe, very severe lacerations to his right arm following the encounter with his barracuda. He was suffering from what doctors say was a badly torn and lacerated artery as well as significant nerve and muscle damage. They were scared this guy was going to bleed to death. Horrible. Now, uh, attacks are not unknown in Cayman waters, but what they say usually happens with these creatures is that the bling attracts them. Yeah, yeah, like gold. That's what they always said. Yeah, Yeah, they say if you're going to go in the water there in Cayman to take your jewelry off, but this guy was not wearing jewelry. He hadn't been handling bait either. They say that's the other thing that can attract barracuda. So this barracuda was just hunting fish in the area. The man was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Wow. He, now, he did live. 
uh, severe injuries, but they stabilized. Was oh, it an American? Yes. Wow. So we were in Stingray City. I mean, there's probably a lot of people listening right now who have been to Stingray City in the Cayman Islands. Like, if you go on a cruise, the Cayman Islands is a regular stop point. And Stingray City is just this area where there are tons of stingrays everywhere, right? And the, the guides there will pick up the stingrays. You can touch them. I mean, they are literally, it's impossible to miss them. The water is not much higher than a lot of times like knee deep, right? Or waist deep at most. So to get attacked by a barracuda is, that's pretty wild. When I lived in the, you know, I used to live in the U.S. Virgin Islands. And when I lived in the U.S. Virgin Islands, we would go on, you know, like uh, snorkeling trips or, you know, like they'd take us out. And there was always one area where a barracuda would come by. And it was pretty cool to be able to see the barracuda up close. Uh, but that's what they would say. Like sometimes they get confused or get attracted by the, you know, the bling. So if you have jewelry on, don't, and you're, you think you're going to be near a barracuda, don't do it. But man, that that's awful because that's just such a place in the Caymans where it seems totally safe, right? I mean, the water is crystal clear. You can see everything. And there are tons of people of all ages all around watching the uh, watching the stingrays. Man, that had to be unbelievable to see happen there. A lot of baseball players would have to take all their gold chains off. Yeah, my kids are now, my eight-year-old, who's a huge baseball guy, is wearing his own uh, gold chains oh, because no. of uh, what the players wear. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, now, this story, it's good timing because you were just telling us about your first job. Yeah, I worked at Media Play. First ever job. Oh, check out this girl's first job. She was a worker. I want to say was because I don't know if she's going to stay there. A worker at a Western Pennsylvania animal resort was injured last Saturday morning in a bear attack while guiding a routine safari tour of wildlife. Okay, this is the Woodland Resort in Farmington, about 60 miles southeast of Pittsburgh. The Himalayan bear reached through a wire fence, pulled this employee close and bit her arm. The worker was in between two layers of fencing at the bear enclosure when the incident happened. The bear was engaged by other resort employees and released her arm finally. Then the employee was stabilized by a nurse and flown to a trauma center. The victim was described Saturday as stable and alert. How old is she? It doesn't say her age, but it says she's a youngster and it was her first month on the job. She got attacked by a, ba- a youngster, like so. I well, mean, like, I she mean, could be like twenty. I mean, do we think she's college age or do we think she's high school age? Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking college age. Be- Surely you couldn't get close to a bear if you're a teenager, right? Her first job out of college. Yeah, <laughs> she was still, there for a month to get attacked by a bear. Ah, oh, that's horrible. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I, I would, I, there has to be video, I would think, of this on some level. I want to know, like, did she not recognize the danger? What happened that that could occur? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, they say, we deeply regret this incident. Yeah, no kidding. Our we thoughts- wish the bear had it attacked <laughs> yes. our employee. Our thoughts are with our injured associate, our staff and guests, as we focus on ensuring they receive the finest medical attention and counseling. I can't even imagine what that's like to be one of the tourists, you know, who's on the bear tour. And then the bear just yeah. grabs your guide. Yeah, because obviously on the safari tour, there were tons of witnesses. The resort says that they ensure the enclosure is completely secure. Well, and, obviously not. Right. But then they go on to say they're arranging optional counseling for guests and staff who witnessed this unfortunate attack. Oh, man. Can you imagine the kids? You have to answer the kids' questions. Oh. You think your kids are already scared of animals? Can you imagine going on a zoo tour and the, the bear just attacks like... Your kids are never going in the woods again. It's like after I saw Jaws, 
I was afraid to get in swimming pools when I was a kid, right? It's swimming pools. They're like, yeah, I know there's no shark in the swimming pool. I can literally see the entire water. And I was still afraid. That's how perilous Jaws was. Can you imagine if you're a young kid and you see a bear attack your tour guide? There's no way you're ever trusting any animals ever again. <laughs> um, no, I'm not going in the woods for anything after that if I'm a young kid. And the counselor's not going to change that. All right, when we come back, uh, this story's been going on for a week now. Did you guys see this? Dan Levitard is now reportedly traveling to New York to meet face-to-face with uh, the head boss of ESPN over the comments that he made on his radio show last week. Can you believe this? A week later? Have you ever had to meet face-to-face with our bosses over anything that I've said? No. (laughs) Well, you might have to at some point. And if you did it, if we had to have a face-to-face meeting a week after I said it, you know we'd be into some trouble. Because this is a week later after Dan Lebitard went on his show and ripped Donald Trump and said ESPN's no politics policy was cowardly. Now, reportedly, he is going to have a face-to-face meeting with the head of ESPN to see whether or not he continues at the network. That's according to the Washington Post. Ryan Glasspiegel has been covering this story for the big lead. He will discuss it with us next. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! 
What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy there are some things that are too good to keep a secret Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Let me bring in Ryan Glasspiegel. You can find him on Twitter. I believe his Twitter feed is at Sports Rapport, if I'm not mistaken. He writes at the big lead. Uh, Ryan, what's the latest? This this story has been going on for a full week now. I was on vacation last week. This thing blew up on Thursday. Dan Lebitard goes on uh, and talks about Donald Trump's rally, and then he takes big shots at ESPN's No po- uh, Politics Policy and a week later, he reportedly is going to New York to meet face-to-face with Jimmy Pitaro, who runs ESPN. Do you think that is still happening? And uh, what do we know? What's the latest? Yeah, I, um, I do think that that's happening today, as the Washington Post reported. What the latest is, it's just crazy that it's dragged on for this long without a resolution. If they were going to meet face-to-face, you would think that they would have wanted to do it earlier in the week, but um, like the story, Clay, has just gotten so much national legs in a way that it's always interesting to me, like being inside the sports media bubble, what stories get covered by like NBC News and the Associated Press and the New Yorker. And this has turned into one of them because it just has so many different layers to it. And it's fascinating from like any number of perspectives, but especially mine as somebody who watches or listens to that show, if not every day, then nearly every day, about what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks with it. All right, so let's add, let's talk this, because I'm kind of fascinated by this this aspect. Um, I think the, the Levitard show does pretty well as a podcast. I am told that ratings are down 50% nationwide 
since uh, Colin Cowherd left in that spot. Now, partly that's because Cowherd is now competing against himself on a different network. Uh, There's probably already, in general, a lot of radio shows are down because of the growth of podcasts in general. But that's a pretty substantial ratings decline. Let's pretend that Levitard is going to leave. Who in the world and what in the world does ESPN do to replace him? Because whether you like him or not, Dan is uniquely talented in writing, uh, in radio, and in TV. How would they fill that hole? I'm not really sure exactly. Um, the, Andrew Marchand of the New York Post floated Ryan Rossillo as a possibility. Rossillo over the last year has been like kind of sharing podcast time in between ESPN and The Ringer. I think most of your listeners remember when he hosted on ESPN Radio in early afternoons with Scott Van Pelt. Yep. Uh, Will Kane um, is in that 4 to 7 p.m. slot. or maybe, It's not exactly that, but it's late afternoon drive time where Levitard was before. And you think reflexively, why would somebody want to move to dro- from afternoon drive into the midday, but the reason for that is that so many big cities have their own shows during afternoon drive, and so the Webitard slot clears more affiliates than the Will Kane slot does. So those are two off the top of your head. And then if you like, if you if you think if they want to keep it in the like kind of Miami family, then I could see a scenario where George Sedano, who used to host nighttime at ESPN and now hosts afternoon drive in the Los Angeles market, could be a candidate. But I would think that Rosillo and Will Kane would be the top two for radio. And then as far as television goes. Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, there are people who a couple years ago you would have pegged them to get a show very soon, like Mina Kimes or Dominique Foxworth or even like somebody like Diana Rossini, who's a really good football reporter, but has thus far specialized in the NFL. But I don't know whether they would do a new personality-driven show in that slot or just bring back more Sports Center. We're talking to Ryan Glasspiegel. He writes at the big lead. He has been covering this Dan Levitard story. All right, let's circle back around. If I am told ever during the week that I have to travel to a new city to sit down to meet with my boss because he's unhappy about what I have done, again, during the week, that is a sign that things appear to be very ominous to me. Would you agree that this is a strange storyline, again, by the Washington Post, reported by Ben Strauss there, that Dan Levitard is reportedly traveling to New York City to meet with Jimmy Pitaro face-to-face today, uh, that is pretty wacky. It is wacky, although, I mean, we really don't know exactly what Pitaro is thinking here. I mean, we think we do because a lot of these stories have been pretty consistent in their tone about ESPN's institutional feel about it. But, I mean, there is a plausible scenario, maybe Taro recognizes that Levitard is one of their three or four most identifiable opinion talents, probably after Stephen A. Smith and Scott Van Pelt, but maybe not after anybody else. And it's like, okay, this guy had a really good relationship with my predecessor, John Skipper. How can I understand him on his level so that he can go forward doing this fun show that is 
critically acclaimed by people in our network. And uh, you say the ratings are down. I don't have as much access to ratings data as you do. Front Office Sports reported that it gets 2.3 million listeners a day on radio. I have no idea how to contextualize that. But um, if Pataro sees this guy, and by the way, they, they don't have a lot of very um, prominent Hispanic talents, and Hispanics make up 18% of the American population now. So if there is like, if Pataro has this desire to mend fences and goes into the meeting with that tone, then it's different from going into it as like these two tankers of like one person who is like a very powerful executive who has spent his life accumulating power versus a very um, like strong-willed individual who does not like people telling him what to do. If it's that, then I don't see this lasting very much longer. But if it's the former, then maybe they could work something out at least for the interim. Yeah, I just don't see it because if you're being called into the boss's office during the week, you have to travel to wherever he or she is. It's not a good sign, right? It, and and the fact that this has been dragging on now for an entire week is wild in and of itself. And you're right. It's gotten a ton of attention, not just in the sports bubble, but it's it's really percolated out into the larger kind of national consciousness. So here's the other big question. We're talking to, to Ryan Glasspiegel. He writes at the big league. He's been covering this Dan Levitard story since, uh, since the mess emerged for ESPN last week. Um, if you uh, listen to the audio... Do you believe Levitard intentionally intended to create this controversy, or do you think the controversy surprised him to the degree that it became a story? Uh, I think I'm going to agree with Bill Simmons here that maybe he didn't intend for his tone to sound exactly like he did, but I think he went into that segment knowing that it was going to create quite a bit of discomfort for himself and his platform and went into it knowing that there would be consequences for it up to and including possibly the end of his ESPN tenure. All right. So as a part of this story, there have been, as you're not surprised by this ever, uh, selective leaks. And one of the ones that I thought was most interesting, the Washington Post had it initially. Now the Sports Business Journal has it. You may have had it as well. Uh, Jimmy Pitaro has been citing data that fans don't want politics mixed with sports at ESPN basically since he took over. And he said that data is straightforward and clear. I, uh, the Washington Post reported yesterday that market research, uh, according to ESPN, showed that 74% of fans don't want to hear about politics on ESPN. That includes avid fans, 85%, Republicans, 84%, and Democrats, 69%. Those are pretty big numbers. Now, the question obviously gets into what is politics, right? Um, when you say they don't want to hear about politics, is that they don't want to hear about Colin Kaepernick uh, protesting, they don't want to hear about Megan Rapino, or is it more akin to what Dan Lebitard did, which is share a political opinion directly off of the news, uh, the, the news events that are out there? Did it surprise you that ESPN, that had to have come from ESPN, right? I don't think well, anybody no, in Levitard's camp way, would put um, that out. That's not uh, um, a, a quick distinction. Is That's not a, a leak. The ESPN um, PR office sent that on the record as 
data f- that came from ESPN. It's okay, not so it's that, not leaked. Like, but e- it's either not way, characterized as like sources said. So like, yes, they're being very aggressive about putting those numbers out there. They had been referring to them indirectly over the past week, and then um, in yesterday they decided to basically formalize giving the numbers to media members. So what what do you think, like to me again, I factor that in. This is like a, a battle that's sometimes fought where a company is basically attacking one of its employees. That's effectively what that is, right? Uh, when they put out that information, that's giving uh, support to Pitaro's side. He's He's got the PR apparatus surrounding him that he can use and wield as he sees fit. What happens here in your mind? I mean, it's really going to come down to, at least in the short run, whether Dan can bear to do his show without ever using the two words Donald Trump. Now, I don't think that ESPN may or may not be like enamored when he has a zoologist on or talks to Billy Ray Cyrus or things like that, but they can stand that. They can't stand anybody talking about Trump. That was a point made by um, L.A. Times columnist Arash Markazi. And, like, it's really, it's not even politics. It's not Rapino. It's not Kaepernick. It's Trump. They don't want him discussed on their air, period. And I think that Levitard, basically, he's just going to have to decide whether... He can stand to do a show where he talks about whatever he wants other than those two words or not. Then he probably has to line up something else. But you can't just, like, line up a new job at the level that he's at. I mean, it's one thing, like, I think there are any number of platforms that he can go to if it's just him. But he has a staff that he has a really big kinship with, and they're all kind of, like, spices in a dish, regardless of how much airtime each individual gets. And so those five or six people on his radio show who are contributing to it, wherever he goes, he would have to make sure that they are in a good spot as well. So far, there has not been some sort of mass revolution supporting Dan Lebitard, right? Like nobody, at least not that I have seen, you may, you may feel differently. I know you've covered this story. Nobody at ESPN has been weighing in strongly one way or the other, really supporting Dan. Uh, And obviously there hasn't been an official decision made by ESPN, so that might factor in as well. But it isn't as if there has been a lot of other people who have lined up behind him, at least publicly. Um, Inside ESPN publicly, no. I would say that you are right with that. I think privately he has accumulated a lot of allies and big fans. And the fact that they didn't just issue him a blanket suspension, I think, is evidence that they feel that he's very important. And, like, look, it's well documented that he had this really great personal and professional relationship with John Skipper. But it bears mentioning that the four-year extension that he signed with ESPN came with Jimmy Pitaro last June, not John Skipper. So at least at some level, the new current regime at ESPN does have deep appreciation for his talents, and they may reach a point where they have irreconcilable differences. I'm just not ready to say that 
it's 1,000% the point of no return. We're talking to Ryan Glasspeagle at the big lead. He's been following this Dan Lebitard controversy for the last week since it bubbled up on Thursday with things that he said on his radio show. Um, so as you play this forward, you mentioned you know the difficulty of Lebitard potentially going elsewhere. Uh, I tweeted out, immediately had conversations. This story kind of bubbled up. John Skipper, who the former president of ESPN, is now at DAZN, and they are spending hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars, on sports rights around the globe. Do you think there is a possibility Dan Levitard could end up there? It's a possibility. I don't know that it's a slam dunk. I mean, there's a lot of other different platforms that are conceivable as well, Clay. Um, I reported last year in the early part of the year that he was having talks with SiriusXM about the possibility of building out his own station. Apple and Spotify are in this arms race for um, podcasting talent, and you could see like one of them wanting to make a splash to hurt the other in this regard. And then there's Bill Simmons out there, too. Simmons has built a very big podcasting platform at The Ringer. He hired Ryan Rosillo. Like, maybe there isn't one job that Levitard gets. Maybe it's like a combination. Like, Jamel Hill has a job at The Atlantic. She has a job at Spotify. She has a production company. And I think it's only a matter of weeks or even months that we start hearing about like, oh, this Jamel Hill produced project is going to Netflix or something like that. So there's a lot of different things that Levitard could do. And I do agree with you that DAZN at least like reflexively makes the most sense off the top of one's head. All right. Last point here. Levitard told Cowherd uh, when Cowherd left for Fox and he said this on his radio show and I'm quoting, this is a quote that was put together from the New York Post. You leave, meaning you leave ESPN, you're going to get lost. You're going to do it for the money, and no one's going to know where to, where to find you. Would Levitard be lost if he left ESPN? I don't think he'd be lost. I think he has a big individual following, and I think that Colin proved him wrong. Colin has very much not been lost. Um, His radio and TV simulcast has a lot of relevance. He is on the Fox NFL bumper programming. Now, I don't see, like, Levitar going to NBC and being on Football Night in America or anything, but, no, I don't think that in this day and age where content is so portable via so many social media platforms that somebody of his stature would get lost. Good stuff, as always. He's Ryan Glasspiegel. I'm Clay Travis. We finish off the show next with Adrian Peterson lost money, with Taylor Lewan's failed drug test, and more. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We are rolling here, and you just heard from Ryan Glaspie. I'll get to that in a moment. But first, 
if you're an NFL fan, if you are a football fan, less than a month till we have the first college football game between Florida and Miami on August 24th. It is now July 25th. And also, every team will have officially reported for training camp by tomorrow. But today, teams reporting to training camp, Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings, New Orleans Saints, Pittsburgh Steelers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Tennessee Titans, all of those teams rolling in for training camp today. So if you're a fan of one of those six, your season is officially underway today. Uh, you just heard us talking with Ryan Glasspiegel, the big lead, about the Dan Levitard mess. How nervous would you be, Danny G, if we all, as a show, got called in for a meeting during the middle of the week? I'm sorry, Clay. Can you repeat that? What question? in the world are you doing? <laughs> I was getting the podcast ready for our new guy that just walked in. All right, uh, let's go to Dub first. Dub, were you paying attention to the show? Always, Clay. You know I'm always locked in. There here. you go. You're <laughs> locked in. So, how nervous would you be if the show had a meeting we had to travel for in the middle of the week over something I had said on the show? Well, I mean, I'd obviously be pretty nervous, especially if they're bringing the whole whole crew along with us. I mean, to me, that smells like. Uh, like bad news. Yeah. I. Would you, what about you, Danny G? How nervous would you be if we got called in for a meeting in the middle of the week? Yeah, like I'm going to get called in later today. You have to be listening even at the end of the yes. show, Danny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You, you know, it happened one time on the Ben Maller show. You guys got all called in. We all got called into the principal's office. But you didn't have to travel for that because no. you're in L.A. But we were nervous because we got the message from our boss, Scott Shapiro, early in the day. And it was going to be a conference call with all of us from the show later in the day. So all day long on the group chat, all of us were guessing what it was going to be about. Yeah. I mean, look, I've had I've never gotten called in uh, for a travel meeting. You know, like over the years doing radio, I've had to meet with different program directors and for a variety of things that I've said. Over, the, I mean, that's just, I think, commonplace for anybody who does live radio. Like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Wish you hadn't. But to have a scheduled meeting and have to travel for a face-to-face is a wild story that it's been going on for a week. Um, and uh, I am intrigued to see how it's all going to shake out. Hopefully it shakes out better for Dan Levitard than it has for Adrian Peterson and the $100 million that he's managed to spend. What would you do with Levitard if you were running ESPN? Um, I would tell him he has to follow the policy. I mean, look, there's a difference between being talent and being management. And I am talent, right? Like I'm in the business of talking, being creative, saying what I say. But if you get set down by management and they say, hey, this is the rule, you can't violate this rule, and then you violate the rule, then I think you have to have significant consequences, not just for that person, but because everybody else who's an employee is looking and seeing how they're being treated and they're setting the precedent and if they don't treat that person it's like a team right if you treat one guy different than everybody else then everyone notices and so at some point that starts to filter down and become an issue so if there are rules and you guys know I'm not a guy who loves rules but if there are rules and your boss feels it's important that you follow those rules and you can't do it then you got to leave if, if Dan Levitard is not willing to take millions of dollars to talk on a radio show and a television show about anything and everything other than Donald Trump, then that's on him. I mean, there are a lot of people listening to us right now who would say, hell, I got restrictions at my job and I don't make millions of dollars talking about sports. It doesn't seem like that difficult of a standard to have to listen to your boss and not do that. So I don't think he's a martyr here. If he's not willing to do it, more power to him. He can find a new job. But I think you have to let him go if you're ESPN's president. 
uh, over this distinction. I think it's an important decision for him. This has been OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. I'll be back Friday. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!